This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode 89 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Fun fact about 89, I was born in 1989, so that's why... Same as Taylor Swift. Hence the song. Also, same year as Adele. So Adele... Oh, the same age. I didn't know that. Adele, when she put her albums out, which was 19, 21, and 25, was the year she recorded all the albums, which is also the same year I was. Same year you was Meaning when albums? she recorded the album at 19, I was also 19 at the time. Oh, okay. So she's 89. Okay. Taylor Swift, 89. The guy who played Harry Potter, 89. I don't know why. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe, 89. Emma Watson. I think I'm, I actually had a really big crush on her when I was a kid. But oh, she, who doesn't? Yeah, she's a very pretty girl. Yeah, she is. Um, or pretty woman Also now. very smart. Yeah, she went to like Brown or something or... Yeah. Was it Brown? I think Yale? So. Columbia? Brown's, Brown sounds right. She went to an Ivy League school. Yeah. Yeah, so smart, smart cookie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so some good 89 birthdays. Um... Our topic for the day, we don't really have a topic, which is fine, which is probably about 60% of ours if you don't have a topic. Yep. So kind of rolling off the cuff. Yep. Um, so Ellie, any new exciting real estate ventures, personal ventures, business ventures? No. Nope. Anything else you're involved in ventures? I feel like like clubs or I joined the Strand or... Board, but that was a while ago. I was in like February or March, I think. How's that going? It's good. I really, I really enjoy... Um, being a part of it. It's nice getting involved in the community. Next on my list is Rotary, but Rotary is tough because of my schedule. Well, we want to join. We've been to some Rotary stuff and we went basically February. No, I lied. We went back last year. We, we went for the first time where we still had mass, but they were starting in person and yeah. they had virtual and in person. And then we kind of had that spike at some point last year and then they shut it back down. So I haven't gone because to me, it's like, I'm not going to commit to going to Rotary. Um, I mean, if we're on Rotary, you can go under our umbrella, but obviously that the hours are bad. Unless you do the morning Rotary one on like, I think it's Tuesdays at like seven. There's sunrise Rotary and there's noon Rotary. The noon Rotary is Wednesday. How long does it last? Because I have to, I leave. It's about an hour. Yeah, I, I, I have to leave for work at 7.30. Like I would think. Half an hour away. I would think both of them would. Like for me. Wednesdays, every Wednesday at noon, it gets very difficult. But yeah, if it was once a month, I think I could pull off even maybe even getting out of work for it. But I, there's no way well, that it would be acceptable well, once a week. I'm planning on doing a corporate account, which will allow us to, so like Nicole can go to one, Nick can go to one, I can go to one, another agent can go to one. So that's it's more cool. of like, just as long as there's someone from Kavanaugh there, then that's that's good enough. I just don't, to try to go every other every Wednesday gets difficult. Maybe every other I could try to do it because we have a lot. Like we both have a lot of mutual friends in Rotary. Yeah. And like even today, I was in a meeting before Rotary, and there's two people in the meeting in Rotary, and both talking about we had to end the meeting because they had to go to Rotary. So it's like there's a lot of people that I know in it. I think it's a great organization. No, just, it absolutely is. Yeah. Um, so that's something that we plan on doing when everything goes back to in person, which hopefully is soon. Um, and so and I think they will because I know um, Ellen's the president right now, and I know I discussed. We're in another group together, but she was discussing it. So I think that's kind of on the docket to get back in person. So if it is, I plan on joining. So if you have a random Wednesday off and want to go, you're more than welcome. Yeah. Um, so actually, why don't we, we've never talked about this. Perfect segue with Rotary because you're involved in this. I try to be involved in this, but is let's, let's call it volunteering slash donating slash organizations that give back community service community service that yeah, yeah blanket so talk about when well, we we've never talked about this topic before so 
kind of talk about yourself, organizations, um, ventures, things that you're involved in about giving back to the community. And then I'll talk about some of our stuff or my stuff. Um, stuff that I would recommend people join would be if they're local to this area, ADKYP. Um, that's probably the biggest thing that I'm involved in as Adirondack Young Professionals. And if you're listening and you're not in this area, I would recommend finding a similar group. And if you don't have one, starting one. Um, because ADKYP, I think, has been... A hu- had a huge impact on my experience, um, not just in real estate, but in Plattsburgh in general. I'd say most of my good friends I met through ADKYP. My first sale I made through someone I met at ADKYP. Um, it's a really nice way. I mean, we're, we're good. We say at bringing bodies. So, you know, we're not, so we we are a little weak on the fundraising side. We do have, you know, the, that golf tournament that we do with, with you. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so we're not terrible at fundraising, but we're, we're good at, you know, if you need to be here to help people move stuff, to transport their backpacks, whatever, we're very good at showing up and doing a thing that needs to be done. Um, so it's, I think it's a good organization to join. Um, well, the, the, so like ADKYP, like the community service aspects, I know mm-hmm. right now, I mean, basically community, I mean, there's members of the board. I know like you, Meg, have done a lot. And I know, um, you know, having had a lot of conversations with Meg about trying to get it more to the community service aspect of getting away. Like it's networking for sure. You're, yeah. you're meeting people, but also giving back to the community. COVID and really, really brought us towards community service more than we were before because we couldn't have meetings. Yeah. So we like and, made up for it. And I think it's powerful. And I think the idea of, seeing what you can do and i i try i mean the timing's bad for me a lot because they're on weekends but like over covid i remember doing a couple of the uh uh lawn cleanings mm-hmm. and i've done the backpack program dropping off so i try to do it when i can and um you know i try to step up you know if needed like if people can't but it's the organization i think and we've talked about the organization before but i think anytime you're meeting like-minded people especially peers is powerful mm-hmm. um and like you said you meet a lot of friends a lot of my I have friends from high school. I have friends from the gym. I have friends from other walks of life that we all have groups of friends. The ones I see the most are my business. My, I would say friends I met through business. So like yeah. ADKYP, Chamber, um, just running, you know, kind of this person meeting that person. and People um, with the same type of energy and motivation that you have. Yeah. Really. And, and focus. And, yeah. Um, so that's, that's very powerful. Um, now, what about, do you think that, are you on any other charities or any other... Um, I'm, um, I'm on the strand board. I'm on the zoning board, which isn't a charity, but it feels like one. <laughs> um, but it's public service. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to join the Habitat for Humanity board, but my schedule has not lined up perfectly with it since I've tried joining. It's been like six months and every single time just, it just scheduling wise hasn't worked out with me, but I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. I think, um, one of my focuses right now, it's more difficult. I'm, I'm a little more uh, uh, selfish with my time for the fact of like. Well, you have just, three kids. Yeah, babies. just <laughs> I, I have a lot going on right now that I just bandwidth wise. I've talked about like the struggle of getting everything done. Like adding on other things is. You need a better modem. Yeah, it's just stuff I can't do yet, but I, I fully want to transition like my when i talk about like long we talked about goals like long-term goals my long-term goals are very service philanthropic like giving back that's the and that's like the end game for me in a lot of stuff and it starts with right now it's like okay typically giving back it's you know time uh finances resources support 
that kind of stuff. Maybe it's pu- publicity. That's the kind of stuff that you are um, trying to put in and promote. And right now, there's certain resources I don't fully have yet or mm-hmm. not as well as I hope to have in the future. I like time, hope to have more finances in the future. I hope to have more connections in the future, more pull, more like ways I can help than I can now. But I look at, we had a meeting this morning um, for the golf tournament and we actually met with United Way about it, who's kind of a partner with us on that. And um, John Bernardi, who's, you know, I've, I've recently kind of uh, formally met him and he made a good point. He goes, it's not necessarily the amount of money you raise. Because I'm always like a dollar-driven person. Or not dollar. I'm a number-driven person. Yeah. So I'm like, we made this last year. We have to eclipse it. We have to make more or raise more than we did last year. Otherwise, I'm just going to feel like we just like took a step back. Yeah. And John goes, it, don't worry about how much money you raise. He goes, what you want to do is you want to spread the the you know the philanthropic spirit of mm-hmm. the goal. Like you, you guys are coming together, a group of people, um, to make something happen to benefit someone other than yourselves and you're doing it with a lot of um, uh, uh, enthusiasm and gusto and like you want to make this thing happen and a lot of passion for it. That right there is all you need. And because he, he made an example, he said, you know, this one person gives them, sends a check in every year, a $25 check. Every year sends them a check. He goes, every year I go to that person's house and thank them in person. He goes, he go, and people always say, John, why do you waste your time on that? And he goes, you know why? He goes, because that $25 from that person their philanthropic spirit, effort, whatever, is just as good, if not better, than the company that's going to drop five grand on something. Because at the end of the day, that's someone that's spending the time, cutting a check, mailing it in every year, does not forget about you. And even if that $25 goes to help something small, it helps. And it's the idea that if everybody did that, it'd be a better place. So it's kind of like that one step. So that was kind of an eye-opener for me today because I think humans were naturally... Most humans, I think, at the deep down would rather be of service than take. I think most humans mm-hmm. would rather um, – it's like giving a present. Yeah. I would rather give a present than receive a present. As a kid, you want to receive presents all day long. As you get older, I get way more out of giving someone a gift knowing if, if I – and I'm terrible at this. But I'm saying if I put thought – when the gifts that yeah. I do put thought into, <laughs> I really get excited. And I know you do. You're a big yeah. Christmas person. Like when you give a gift at Christmas, you put thought in. You 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 know, if you're a friend of yours, you like – paid attention to something they might like throughout the year and you kind of like you know and I, I know yeah. some people are like this they'll, they'll keep making lists throughout the year and like ah perfect I know this gift to get that person and maybe they came up with it in August but then you get it in December but you realize like, oh wow they, they were listening to me or they know what I like and yeah. they do think of me so but giving that I think has more return value than mm-hmm. you giving me a gift because you give me a gift even if I think it's awesome and I love it that's only going to last for a certain amount of time. But I think even if you give something, you just feel like, a, like I think it's just, it's a building block. And oh it's yeah, absolutely. Builder. Yeah. Um, so I think giving back, I try, I try to do it when I can. It's something that I've done more over the last couple of years. It's something that I want to continue to increase every year. Um, from a board perspective, I'm on a couple organization, organizational things, but again, I'm pretty selfish with what I get involved in. And again, the timing has okay, to work. Yeah, it can be very it, time inconvenient. So, I mean, when it comes to like boards, I'm only on one board. I'm recently recently named a president of one of our club kind of things we're part of, which has nice. added a little. What club? It's our like a morning networking kind of group thing I do on Thursdays, um, it, which is fine. It's not like a super, it's not like it, someone has to always be it. So it's like a rotating thing, but like that adds a layer of, a little layer of uh, 
extra responsibility yeah. and just being a normal member. But um, so starting to do some of those, but it's not like super time consuming. It's, it might be a little bit of time outside my regular schedule. Um, but from giving back of like the backpack program, like I remember donating time to go pick up uh, like our golf tournament that we tried to run for the kids, by the way, it's September. If you can donate, please do. We'll, we'll work on the donation part. I'm terrible at asking for donations, but if um, we'll talk all about it, we got a few months away from it. Um, but we raise money for local children's organizations. And one of them has to help with the backpack program at JCEO uh, in Plattsburgh. So to go and pick up the food and, and the, backpacks that they fill with food for these kids and then distributing them to the local schools giving them it's like you don't necessarily see the kid get the get um the food but what you do see is that like i've been there before where you've filled the backpack so you actually have gone in got all the food stuffed all the backpacks organized them or bags or whatever and got them got them prepped to be dropped off and then i've also done it where you've actually picked them up brought them to the school and dropped them off and it's it's a weird thing because even though the kids don't get it, you still see the food. And me having a kid, like or multiple kids, looking at all these bags of food, knowing all these kids don't have the means when they go home to have food, it's heartbreaking. Because oh, you're, yeah. like, you're like, I cannot believe, or I can't foresee a like a, a a time where my kids can't eat. And for some kids, that's just reality. Like they just don't have the means Constant. or the parents do. Yeah. So to look at that, it's heartbreaking. But it's like you know what? This is a good organization to back because you're literally giving it to these kids that have. You know, they're so dependent on others to help them at a young, like you're young. You, you yeah. are dependent on your family and your friends and community members and, and adults and guardians that being like, they'll never know who I am, but th- that act is cool. And it's kind of one of those things like you get a good feeling about it. Not, not because of it, it but it brings value to you in the sense of like, I'm spending my time on something that really matters. Mm-hmm. And I think that that self-reflection thing is, or self-reflection is a good Thing for people to do so i think like the volunteering aspect like cleaning you know a, an elderly lady's you know um lawn because she can't do it like mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you look at done and like again uh, was it many hands make light work kind of deal and yeah all of a sudden you get done three hours later and this whole lawn is picked up and raked and pruned and and you know all the trees are, are clipped up and and it's like this house looks fantastic and, and you know, and the, you know, typically the lady comes out and tries to bake us cookies and stuff. But it's <laughs> it's the idea that like you made a difference. Or the other day, I know um, eighty KYP they did. Uh, well, John was involved with it, but mm-hmm. moving stuff for a lady that needed help moving. Yeah, like, not everybody has fa- friends and family. And hey, I need some buddies with a truck and uh, you know, some strength to come move stuff. They don't always have that. So it's like to have these organizations go out and just make one difficult thing in that I say difficult but it's one huge problem. to them and small yeah. to you and that's and that's another thing even you know as far as donating your time like you don't have to have money to to give back to your community because especially when you're a young professional a lot of the times you don't have that free mm-hmm. income but you can give time I mean even if you're working you know 60 80 hours a week usually there's still time that you can donate if you want to time's more impactful too yeah it's easy to cut a check it's, yeah that's and and I'm guilty of it too at times. It's like, that's a cop out. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm giving you money. Well, and I but, mean, that's useful too in, in its own way, absolutely as well. But, but, but you get so much more out of it, like physically going there, talking to the person, seeing it firsthand mm-hmm. and being like, oh, okay. Like I get it. Like I live a pretty damn good life compared to some people and, and not to take it for granted, but also realize you got to like lend a hand and help out and yeah. not judge other people. Cause like some people, I've, actually I watched, this was Sunday, um, I'm also like 80. I watch Sunday morning on Sundays, which is like... I don't even know what that is. Okay. So, which is good. You shouldn't. You're, you're a, you're a young lady, but me, I'm, 
like an 80 year old. So it's on CBS. It's like an hour and a half program. Jane Pauley runs it. She's like a journalist. There's a bunch of people. They do all these. Think of 60 minutes. You know, 60 minutes. I've heard of it. Okay. Think, think of, <laughs> I don't have cable. So, okay. 60 minutes. Well, it's just, I mean, it's been a long, like long time running show. Like, so basically it's just, um, it's kind of a news network, but the, what they talk about is very kind of lighthearted. It's not like the news it's stories on it's journalism. Like mountain Lake PBS does it too. Like journal, like on a story mm-hmm. or some like, and they're random. One time they did this truck stop out in New Mexico. This guy made all this. Um, I want to say it was, he was from Istanbul or Turkey or something like that. So he made all this like middle Eastern food and it was a random truck stop out, like out in the Western area and all these trucks stopped there. And it was like this hole in the wall dive place. And the food was outrageously good. And it was as authentic as you can get. And they did the whole story on it. Like, yeah, people have been coming cool. in for years. And this guy has just perfected whatever his meal his meals are. And you get these truck stop guys will stop and like, yeah, I got gas and then I got like gabagool or whatever they serve. I don't know. Like so whatever whatever <laughs> side salad. If it's on top, I send it back. So that's my <laughs> quote. Bam, that's my quote. So um, but um so that's like one of the stories. So this one they did was homelessness. So they talked about people being homeless. So they interviewed all the, the, the people that they interviewed for were homeless. And they kind of asked like, well, what happened? Like, how did you become homeless? And a lot of them were like, I lost my job. I had a health issue. I had this. And it wasn't stuff of like, I was lazy. It was like, I had some circumstances put me behind the, like basically hit me with an avalanche. I just couldn't climb back up. And now mm-hmm. this is where I am. So we start reaching. It just causes you not to like, look at others and like like a homeless person be like they're just lazy they don't want to get a job but it's like when you look at it like a lot of them know they're like i want to get an apartment i want to get a job i just can't it's very rare very very rarely laziness well what what they talked about though was the so the mayor i think it was aurora california Mm -hmm. just outside denver he went quote unquote undercover for a week and he lived with the homeless and like, he just like, I don't know if people knew who he was or whatever. And like, what'd you bring? He's like, I brought a sleeping bag, no money, no food. Like literally went out on the streets in like one of the homeless like communities. That's, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. But that's what he did. He lived yeah. there for a week and they go, well, why don't you, you just have someone do a feasibility study or do all these things? He goes, well, no, he goes, I'm the top guy. I got to go yep. experience it. And he did. He went out for a week and he goes, it's, it's purely by choice. He goes, I'm going out. I'm living. Obviously it's a modified one week yeah. versus lifetime. But he goes, I can talk to people and see the struggle and ask them questions and like And it's hard to make policies when you're when you're looking at it, you know, from the man on Mars position mm-hmm. where you're looking down with a telescope and it's and I see that a lot at friends with a lot of the time grant policies. They're made by people who've never worked in the field, so they have these ideas that sound great on paper, but in practice they're very limiting and they actually really inhibit the ability to help people who desperately need it. Well, I mean that's a lot of um even like state and national policies, mm-hmm. especially with education. Like I know a lot of teachers like, God, the state, like if the state just got out of it and just let us teach because they have their hand in it. They're like, so scared of, of the bad actors that do things incorrectly that they make policies that are great for those bad actors, but they screw over pretty much And you're talking else. a very small sliver of the population. Yeah. Most people are good teachers with good ethics and everything. And it's like, and I think that's, that I mean, without getting like political, that's a problem that I think when you said you're too far removed from the problem, then you start the decision makers if they don't have a really good bird's eye view. But um, to get back, giving back community service, we didn't really have a topic today, but I think it's a good topic just to make aware of. And I think some good organizations, just having met with United Way today, they do a ton of stuff. I oh, think yeah. when you look at it, and again, I, I told John and 
um, Holly, when we met with them today, I'm like, I'm still oblivious to half the stuff you do. Like, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I know you do a lot, but like to actually see what you do and they are someone that can facilitate a lot of stuff to other organizations. And again, and he t- told me the backstory of why it's called the United Way. And it was kind of a cool story, but it's, you know, they, they're a united front for a bunch of different organizations and to help them out and allocate resources to different organizations in need. Um, kind of as, hey, we're going to be a collector of everything and then we're going to help distribute funds to places we know that need need yeah. the help. And so if you need an organization to look into giving back, um, United Way, um, obviously I'm, they have volunteer opportunities, Adirondack King Professionals, fantastic organization. There's many groups, again, I'm sure. JCEO is another. JCEO. Um, there's a lot of places I'm sure you can ask about or even call with you know people that are in the know or, or call call John at United Way he'll tell you like oh, yeah. flat out tell you different places if you want to donate time resources support uh, finances anything those are good uh, but I do think you uh, get a lot with giving back and with community service that is it office quote fun fact anything special fun fact you're a nerd because your coffee cup says burpees for breakfast so you know what's funny in wad we trust. Oh man. So you know what's funny? Oh man. I know. So what's funny is I've I got this as a gift from someone who hates you. No, actually they really like me. <laughs> so I got it as a gift and I was like It's a nice color. It's a beautiful green yeti and it's one of the it bigger is yetis. Ruined by those phrases. <laughs> so I don't like decals on my cups. Like I just prefer this to be a green yeti. Yeah. So part of me's like, God, I don't know if I want to bring it because someone like Ellie's gonna make fun of me if she sees it. But then I'm like, you know what? It holds, I got to start drinking more water and it keeps my water cold and it holds too much water where I made the sacrifice to have the bigger, better insulated mug at the expense of Ellie making fun of me. So thank you, Ellie, for now broadcasting. You're welcome. Um, but I, I would agree with you on that. But it does hold water and it keeps it cold. Um, was that your fun fact that you just wanted to rip on me today? Yeah, that was it. Because you deliberately just turned the cup and then just told me. Well, I saw, I saw breakfast earlier on it and then I saw burpees. And I was like, if that says burpees for breakfast, I swear to God. And then I turned it around and saw in wad we trust, which is worse than burpees for breakfast. So you know what's funny? I'm not. So those are like typically like associated with CrossFit terms. Yes. Ellie hates CrossFit, which is fine. I don't hate CrossFit. I just think that people who don't know what they're doing do it and then get hurt. I agree. Which yeah. is a lot of But work. I think that's in, without kidding, I think that's in any fitness app. If you don't know what you're doing, find someone that knows what but they're doing. But especially CrossFit. There's a lot of movements that are great for athletes who have a lot of experience and then people who don't have any experience get into it and break themselves. More so than bodybuilding, which is very form-driven. Okay, we're not going to debate this on <laughs> Um But the, uh, I'm not like, the, like, I don't think if people, I want to have been in the gym in a long time, so I really can't. Same. But yeah. I'm not one of those annoying people that would have this like written all on shirts and t-shirts and stuff. I'm pretty like low key. I, like just go to the gym and work out and just get out. Sweat so. is fat crying. <laughs> no, like I never say that. Um, yeah, no, I never had any slogans on my t-shirts. I was, I, I usually just wore some basic t-shirts. It's so the best. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not nerdy like that. I just, I it's used, a nice I, color. I, I used to like yeah. to work. Thanks, Alex. Trying to cover herself. I, yeah. I used I used to like to work. I still like to work out. I just don't do it that often. So, well, you you don't have time. Well, I gotta make time. I don't say you you always. Uh, maybe you don't always have time. I'm I'm dealing with that now. I don't always have time. But you can prioritize stuff. And I'm just not prioritizing my working out, which I need to at some point in time. Eventually, it will come to the forefront. But that's your fun fact. Obstacle of the day. I already said it. Gabagool episode. 
the guy comes in, I thought it was a mafia member. He's the guy, he's an insurance salesman. He's the insurance salesman. guy, yeah. Insurance guy. But my favorite thing when he goes, something about I'll have the gobble. Oh, he even say that. I'll have, no, Michael said parm. he'll have the gobble goal. He wanted, yeah, he wanted the chicken parm with the salad on the side. And he goes, and he goes, something, no, sauce on the side or something. He goes, sauce on the side. He goes, if it's on top, I send it back. Michael goes, I'll have gobble ghoul with a side salad. If it's on top, I send it back. And <laughs> she's like, <laughs> that's actually, it's what like the gobble ghoul? We don't have that. It's such a, it's such a, it's such a like small little line, and he says it so quickly that you don't really catch it. Yep. But like, if you actually think about it, like that's a brilliant line. Yep. Side salad. If it's on top, I send it back. So, so good. all right, that's it. Episode eighty nine with of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. <laughs>